bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits what a homicide and kills people... Up, nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid and straight to the point. This is the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin. Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth App. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. I'm excited to have a guest in today. And we've never met, but she has been doing some extraordinary work in Milwaukee. And and I would normally do the whole, here's a bio and this and go through all this stuff. So you can hear her laughing already. Um, I think it's important that you tell people not only who you are, but really why you are. Okay. Well, my name is Riviera Rose Lambert, and I am from Rockford, Illinois, born and raised. And I could give you a list of my accolades. (laughs) (laughs) Can't we all? (laughs) But honestly, I don't think that's important. Mm -hmm. I I really um, believe that your accolades don't define you as a person. Okay. So for me, I'm just here just like everybody else is just trying to find their way, just a spirit and with human experience that life has Mm -hmm. given us. And I'm just trying to help people navigate through trauma in the best way as possible. And so the reason you're here is because you've got a uh, powerful event that's coming on July 22nd. Tell us about it. Yes. On July 22nd, I'll be debuting my first documentary called The Secrets of How to Heal the Broken Roses in America, which is extremely important to me. Um, It follows four people as they discuss their trauma and how they overcame family trauma, uh, being incarcerated, how they changed their mindset, Mm -hmm. um, living in poverty, overcoming that, uh, uh, molestations, and dealing with their spirituality and how to heal from it. And so what drove you to create a documentary and build out the information around uh, trauma? Ooh, okay. Um, 
to be honest with you, I was searching for myself. I wrote a book called The Secrets of How to Heal a Broken Rose, and I was just like, uh, I'm giving people guidelines how to do that, but I was still searching for myself, like, can I really heal from trauma? Um, living in, you know, as a child, experiencing domestic violence, um, and my mom's, you know, her and my father fighting all the time, and then not only that, learning her story, how she dealt with uh, being raped by her uncle and how that affected her. And living in that surrounding, seeing how trauma could be passed on to you from your parents onto you and you could give to your child, I was like, I don't want to give that to my child. I don't want to continue to bring trauma and let him be broken. I want to figure out a way to how to pick up pieces. I want to figure out a way how to heal and continue to heal to break that trauma bond, that generational curses or patterns, people may call it. And during my discovery, I met um, Alana. She's from Earth Angel Studio. She told me her story. Courtney and Kam and I and Ed Hennings and what they've been through. And I was like, oh, my goodness, this every story, mm-hmm. it it aligned with my life. And I was like, oh, people got to hear this. Because if they could overcome all this and I'm overcoming it, too, mm-hmm. then we all can heal. How long did it take you to create the documentary? Writing the script, trying to get my vision together, I said a year. Then after I did that, I was like, okay, I'm ready. I'm not afraid no more. Let's do it. Okay. And then once I said go, it only took me like eight months, eight months to do it. So it took you a year and eight months? Yes. Okay. So almost two years of work. To offset. Now, were there other professionals that were with you in relation to counseling or therapy or things of that nature? For my own healing journey, yes. I went through this lady named Eva. She helped me with spiritual bath, how to break trauma bond from your parents. Um, I did see a therapist that didn't work for me. I was just, I can't, I couldn't connect with the therapist. So my route went with spiritual uh, spirituality, you know, with God and, you know, sound baths and also Reiki healing. And um, I also did a hypnosis where they, you know, I learned about my childhood, things that I repressed that I didn't even remember. Mm-hmm. And from there, I did shadow work and journaling and video journaling, um, journaling myself. And that's how I was over to overcome so many uh, trauma that I face. And so your hope for other people who are watching this is what? Like, what, what's your outcome for them? I want them to see the beauty and goodbyes. I also want them to know that no matter where you come from, you know, low income or suburbs, that every trauma that you experience, that it's going to be a testimony to help save someone's life. And know that there's people out there that do love you, that are here for you. And when you're ready, they're here to um, with open arms to heal you. So can there, is there a, is, is there a thing such as 100% healing? Or is it something that you can be healed to the point where you just manage your trauma? In my personal opinion, 
healing is a continuous thing. You could heal from one trauma and it's always going to be with you. And you recognize certain trigger points that you're like, okay, this is, I know what this is. I recognize it. Let me do something about it, like breathing exercises. But to get back to your question, healing, you can never be 100% healed. It's going to take constant work. And when you say constant work, that means what? Um, for some people who like therapy, talk to therapists, that would work. Um, if you like to do spirituality, meditation, sound wave, um, some people do also uh, hypnosis. Reiki healing is up to anyone's preference. And so when you say preference, though, how would I know? So you went through this journey. You spoke to four other people who who you were able to get them to open up and talk about trauma that they probably hadn't talked about or shared in decades. And you got them to not only open up about it, but you got them to share where you were able to then help other people just by seeing it, knowing that someone else went through it. I'm not alone, but then I can get help too. Yes. Um, that is true. I'll use Courtney for example. Uh, when I met Courtney, we met at a healing yoga <laughs> backyard event. Mm -hmm. And when we met right there, she was already doing her healing journey. And when we connected and she told me her story, we just, I always been told like I'm that person people could just always come to and talk to about everything. And when we were talking about um, her life, the stuff that she went through with her mom, I was like, oh yeah, I've been through that. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the more I kept diving in with it, I was like, hey, do you want to be a part of my documentary to show people what did you use, what tools you use mm -hmm. to overcome that? And she said, yeah, I went to therapy. And I was like, oh, that's good because I tried. It didn't work for me. Maybe you could give insight to people say, hey, this works for me. And, and so many times it takes different therapists to. Yes. But, to it, but what it sounds like is you were on a journey to get it done. So you didn't have time to walk through multiple people and multiple conversations. No. <laughs> I think my first, uh, no, I know my first therapist, mm -hmm. um, he was just like, how do you feel? What do you want to do? And I'm just like, oh, I'm, I'm kind like, of I'm, here. I'm, I'm here to ask you that. Yeah. You I need me? guidance from you. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I don't know about this one. He's, I don't mm -hmm. think he's the one for me. And when I connected with Ava, she was like a, um, a spiritual coach, life coach. Right. And with her, it's like she got me before I can even tell her anything about me. She, she understood the assignment. And I strongly believe that, you know, God, the universe uh, brought her my way. And she, she helped me understand the purpose of life and how to navigate through good and bad times in with our daily activities, things that we go through. And so you, you, and, and, and I don't, I don't want to keep you long, but I wanted to ask, you have an event coming up mm -hmm. on this Saturday. Can you tell us about that? Yes. So my event is going to introduce the documentary and also it's going to um, be poets there because I'm all about poetry, spoken word mm -hmm. and good food. Um, okay, I'm coming. <laughs> they got food. Yes, barbecue, Jamaican food mm -hmm. and for the vegans out there, good vegan food too and music. And it's just networking and a safe environment for healing and fun and joy and laughter, all that good stuff. And where is it going to take place? 
It's going to be on South Greeley, 2615 um, South Greeley Street. And that is where? I'm not good with Milwaukee, but you can check me out. <laughs> you can ask if you you can ask me, message me on Facebook at Riviera Rose Lambert or my uh, Instagram Riviera Lambert, and I'll give you all the details. And how do we sign up for it? Like where where is it, and how much are, is it? And um, if you want to, you go to Eventbite, mm-hmm. and all the information is right there. But if you want to message me on uh, Facebook, I'll send you a link and you can get a ticket directly from me. Ooh, that's what I'm talking about. See, <laughs> see, I knew it was good to have you on the show today. Cause now I can. No. And so and so I'm, I'm of course, like like everything I said, I was going to go. But then I, I lied and I had another question. <laughs> so <clears throat> watching this documentary, when I'm done, what is it that you want me to think? Like, what is it you want me to have? Oh, I like that you asked that question. <sighs> when you watch it, I expect empathy, understanding, and understanding, because inner self, and you to be hopeful and don't give up. Okay. Yeah. That's The Secrets of How to Heal a Broken Rose. Join us for an epic night of music, movie, gifts, spoken healing words as they promote healthy tips for everyday life. And I skipped the one because that's the only reason why I'm going because she said food. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's going to be Saturday night, July 22nd, 5 to 9.30 p.m. at the Elevate Art Studio, 2625 South Greeley, uh, Suite Twenty. I'm sorry, 228. So, yes. you know, tickets are $30. You can go to Eventbrite. Just just search the secrets of how to heal a broken rose. It'll pop up. And that's a lot for $30. But but the but the beautiful thing about it is that you get to talk to to like-minded people mm-hmm. who are on their healing journey and working to not be broken. Because really, you spend an inordinate amount of your life you know, being very positive and doing great things. And every now and then that one thing that you remember tends to break you yes. and, and kind of sully yeah. all that you've accomplished. And so now people have a place where they can go and hear from others for other people who, who've experienced what in some parts, what they've experienced and show that they've made it and came through. I'm, I'm especially um, eager to see it because of those that have been incarcerated and how we continually hear how no one's making it. But yet, many times, many people do make it. They just don't announce it and tell everybody because we have such a stigma yeah. around it. Yes, that's yeah. true. And and that's why I'm happy that Ed Hennings, that he, it was just a coincidence that I bumped into him with Common Eye. And he shared his secrets, how he did it. Mm-hmm. And to know, to see that, it's like, man, he went from that to an entrepreneur and creating jobs for people. And it, his road wasn't easy, but he made a way. And it, it made me think of my uncles mm-hmm. and them being incarcerated and looking at their lives now. It's like, wow, like if they could do it, he can do it. Then there's hope, especially people that look like us, minority people. We 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 can do it. And I believe in our people. Riviera Rose Lambert, The Secrets of How to Heal a Broken Rose. Check it out on 
Facebook, Instagram, or Eventbrite. Tickets are $30. That is Saturday, 5.30 p.m. or 5 to 9. Elevate Art Studio. You have to register ahead of time or you're not getting in, just so you know. So don't be showing up. Hey, I want to roll in. And then you can roll out. Um, The Secrets of How to Heal a Broken Rose. Thank you, Rose, for sharing your story and sharing your documentary and sharing the love you have for this community. Appreciate it. No problem. Thank you for having me. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Music from Alex Isley, daughter of Ernie Isley from the Isley Brothers. Um, You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. I want to say thank you to Riviera Rose Lambert, The Secrets of How to Heal a Broken Rose. So if you want to check that out, you can just go to Eventbrite and search The Secrets of How to Heal a Broken Rose or The Secrets of How to Heal and It'll pop up and you can go. It's tickets are thirty dollars. It's at the Elevate Art Studio, twenty six twenty five South Greeley, here in Milwaukee, Saturday night from five till nine thirty. And check out the documentary and talk back and spoken word and all sorts of things going on. That is going to turn into something I think is pretty nice. Talking text line, Angela, going back to our comments, said if she was a white woman, a GoFundMe page would have been made already to help pay for therapy and counseling from her being traumatized. Sympathy would be 100 percent. Not like the cynicism that's happening with a black woman. I find it interesting that the cynicism is coming from black people. I find that interesting. That we've been programmed to not even trust ourselves. That we've been programmed not to trust each other. And that's just weird to me. That that we don't we don't take the time to sit and listen and give people the benefit of the doubt that, hey, maybe something's going on. Maybe there really is a um, mental health issue that's going on and that we need to pay attention and make sure that this person is safe. Until we know otherwise, right? It's unfortunate. It really is. I find it, um, I find it very unfortunate. 833-212-1017. My computer is really acting up today. And so I have to be very intentional when I type and 
actually do things because. Yep. And I guess we'll get rolling. Number five. Well, you heard about it earlier in the show. Two children were found um, naked, full of feces and dirty clothes and wounds. And Katie Koch, 34, her boyfriend, Joel Mankey, 38, faced a total of 10 felony charges for chronic neglect of a child, false imprisonment, and others. Milwaukee mother and her boyfriend got those charges because two kids were found roaming the streets of Milwaukee naked and filthy. So bad that they had to what? Shave their hair because it was full of feces. And they found the children near 71st and Dixon. Now, I find it funny also that they didn't give the neighborhood or, you know, they would have said, you know, 2700 block of north. They would have gave very detail if it was us. But now it's just kind of in general, just kind of, well, you know, it's kind of, well, that, that is unfortunate. I think it's very, very unfortunate. Number four, a 27 year old woman died after she was hit by two different cars while crossing the street Saturday night. According to police, medical examiner identified the woman as Storm Maria Rumpf. Um, According to a statement, the incident happened near 23rd and Greenfield at 1020 on Saturday night, July 15th. She was crossing Greenfield when the first driver heading eastbound hit her. The driver continued down the road and is still at large. And then the police said a second driver ran over Rumpf, but stayed at the scene. The driver was identified as a 52-year-old Plymouth man. Surveillance video viewed clearly shows Rumpf walking within the crosswalk when she was hit. And she was brought to the hospital where she died. The second driver was taken into custody and criminal charges are pending. Um, We don't know what those charges are. We'll have to wonder. But then it gives us another instance of wondering uh, (laughs) who exactly the person was that got arrested. But they said he was from Plymouth, which means odds are he's not black, which means we'll never know who it was because, well, he'll have to get charged. And then they'll have to get a photo. And then they'll have to go to court and somebody will trip and accidentally take a picture of him. And then that's how we'll get it. Because otherwise no one will ever know what this guy is. Number three. U.S. Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin is paying himself back hundreds of thousands of dollars for loans he made to his prior Senate campaigns despite claiming he, would, he wouldn't seek to recoup the money from donors. The multi-millionaire Oshkosh Republican. So here's, here, here's, here's, here's my problem with this story. Why are we hearing about this? Like what knuckle brain at the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel thought that this will be a great story because we want to show he said this and that he did that. What politician do you know would loan themselves $400,000 and go, eh, that's okay, I'll just let it go. But he made a promise saying he wouldn't recoup the money from donors. But where did the money come from? According to his latest filing with the Federal Elections Commission, um, he received $400,000 from his campaign account. Uh, the payments were made in two installments, 150000 each, and two more of 60000 and 40000 all on May 3rd for loans for his successful 2010 and 2016 um, 
elections. And until you get past the whole thing of he said he wouldn't do it and two paragraphs, it gets down to the repayments are legal. So then why are we hearing about this? Why do, why do we go after people? It's not like he stole the money. Hmm. I guess we only go and say things about people we like or don't. No, I'm sorry. We don't like. Yeah, because I know of a certain um, city council woman who got jammed up with getting repayments. And then when they thought she did it, it was all over the news. And when we thought she might have known something about it, they questioned her. And oh my God, they're looking into her for it. Well, who reports that? Like, what is that? I don't get it. Number two. For months now, over the course of three, as a matter of fact, a growing number of employees in Milwaukee's inspection and permitting department became aware that people gained permission to live in affordable housing development, potentially contaminated with a cancer causing chemical. And didn't tell the partner agencies that could have acted that people could be living in a complex was not shared with other departments in the city and state, including a Department of Neighborhood Services employee took part in a January meeting about environmental concerns and occupancy at the former industrial site. So evidently city officials in Milwaukee knew people could be living at a contaminated affordable housing site. And we didn't say anything. So after requesting comment from Mayor Cavalier Johnson on the situation, the Journal Sentinel spoke with a dozen city employees from the DNS, Department of Neighborhood Services and Health Department, including DNS commissioner and deputy health commissioner, um, during which the agencies did not claim responsibility for the situation that led to the eventual evacuation of 150 lower income residents. They pointed specifically at developers as the party responsible for ensuring that the site was safe for its residents. Okay, so I bought the car. I let you drive my car. Someone tells you, hey, we found out that that car is broken. You shouldn't drive it. You say, but y'all should go back to the person that gave you the car and they should be the one telling you, not me. But you know, like you're a city agency. You know, like houses are in neighborhoods for Department of Neighborhood Services and people can get sick for the Department of Health. Okay. Am I missing something? Like you actually work there and you didn't think it was smart to tell people that, hey, by the way, you should not be living there because... There's a cancer-causing agent that could actually cause you to die. Not today, but 20 years later, 30 years later, when no one's around and there's no complaint and everything's going great, you might also catch something. Number one. Well, less than a week after Milwaukee Mayor Cavalier Johnson signed legislation creating a 2% sales tax, Milwaukee County Board on today took their first votes to increase the county sales tax 0.4%. Special Joint 
County Board Committee recommended approval of the county tax increase with two key votes, a 5-0 vote by the Personnel Committee and a 4-3 vote from the Finance Committee. Supervisors Saquiana Taylor, Steve F. Taylor, and Juan Miguel Martinez voted against the hike. With the committee approvals, full County Board of Supervisors will take a vote on the 27th. That's next Thursday? Next Thursday on the measure, which would be nearly double the current county sales tax from 0.5% to 0.9. Tack that on the 2%, and that's a 2.9% increase. And then instead of paying 5%, you're going to pay 7.9, almost 8%. And we'll see how the poor fare in Milwaukee. And that's unfortunate. Milwaukee County Executive David Crowley, this is from um, JS Online, uh, Milwaukee County Executive David Crowley, who was at the negotiation table with state lawmakers, along with Johnson, the Common Council President Jose Perez, County Board Chairwoman uh, Marcelia um, Nickerson, said last week that Act 12 represents a lifeline for Milwaukee County finance. The only problem with that is it might end up being a death knell for everybody else. More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. This hour we got music from Alex Isley. And want to say happy birthday to Muhammad Ali. He was born this day today. Um, also want to say um happy birthday to one of my favorite actresses, the first black woman I fell in love with, other than my mother, Diane Carroll. Um, she played Julia, remember the nurse? Um and um Notable African-American television and screen actress and singer. Her successful career spanned over six decades. She appeared in all black cast films such as Carmen Jones in 1954, Porgy and Bess in 59. And moreover, she also starred in the first Broadway play, Julia, to make and feature a black woman in a non-stereotypical role. In 1974, she was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Actress for her astounding performance in the movie Claudine. That was the one of the first all-black movies I saw that wasn't um, black exploitation with James Earl Jones. And, uh, yep, it was phenomenal. Born Carol Diane Johnson, July 17th, 1935, to John Johnson and Mabel in the Bronx, New York. They moved to Harlem. She went to music and art high school, dance and music, and landed a spot in her career break. Went on to New York University, 
She's majored in sociology, got her career break in Dumont Television Network program, Chance of a Lifetime, as a contestant. Went on from there and did great things. So, Diane Carroll. Is she still alive? I wonder. I wonder. Um, also, good friend of mine, Dr. Glenn Matthews, member of Omega Sci-Fi. Today is his birthday. I'm calling him out. Happy birthday. If you know him, call him. Say, Dr. Ken told you happy birthday on the radio. <laughs> that ought to make him mad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Blow his phone up. Um, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Hey, when the show is over, make sure nobody follows me back to my car because he'll probably <laughs> he'll he'll probably come and do things. When we come back, I wanna I wanna talk about um I wanna ask you a question about democracy and then talk about a story that I read about um democracy in America. We'll see. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-0017 is the number. More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. I want to remind you, Truth Nation, that we want you to join us for our free and open to the public Truth Family Fest on Saturday, August 12th, 10 a.m. till 3 p.m. Riverside University High School in Milwaukee. We'll be bringing the community together for a free family festival that'll have a little something for everybody. Live music, spoken word, delicious food, health care resources, and free giveaways. Can't wait to see you Saturday, August 12th, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Truth Family Fest. And the Truth Family Fest is sponsored by Associate. <laughs> Tell I'm tired, right? Ascension, Wisconsin. <laughs> and Educators Credit Union. So they'll be there and we'll be having a great time. And they'll have some health resources from Ascension and all sorts of things going on. Again, I'm just going for the food. I'm just, I'm just letting you know up front. Just letting you know up front um 1017 the truth uh, street team sponsored by uw credit unions on the move this week and coming to an event near you uh wednesday night washington park wednesdays from four till eight that's where the truth team will be for a night of music and fun also come out to the ballpark this friday to win some truth merch and the truth the truth i can't talk today truth street team celebrates the brewers negro league tribute night game at American Family Insurance Field. And lastly, come and have a good time with the music and the community this Saturday. Share the Vibes Music and Technology Fest at the Miramar Theater from noon till 7 p.m. We can't wait to see you at our week of fun, full events in the city because there's food. (laughs) One-on-one. Seven, the Truth Street team is sponsored by UW Credit Union. They're here forever. You. That's a full week. But one of my guys, 
One of my frat brothers is doing the Share the Vibes Music and Technology Fest at the Miramar Theater noon till 7. So you might want to check that out before you go to the documentary that evening. So make make sure you check that out. That's gonna, that's what's up. That's going to be, as they say, <clears throat> old school on and cracking. 833-212-1017 is the number. So my question to you as we close out this, this uh, long day, this long Monday, something for you to think about until we uh, – rejoin tomorrow and that question is this only about one in ten u.s adults give high ratings to the way democracy is working in america and how well it represents the interests of most americans according to a new poll from the associated press norc center for public affairs and research majority of adults in the u.s say laws and policies do a poor job of representing what most Americans want on issues ranging from the economy, government spending, gun policy, immigration, and abortion. The poll shows 53% say Congress is doing a bad job of upholding democratic values compared with just 16% who say it's doing a good job. I think democracy is working, but it not working well doesn't mean we get rid of it. I think it's the people we put in democracy. I think it's the people we put. Um, so was that at somebody? Somebody said, hang on, let me stop. Somebody said Ali was born January 17th. So that means that somebody put a typo in the source. So I will send the source that I got it from and send it back to them. Or maybe I just misread. I don't think so. But anyway, LT says she played Dominique Devereaux. For four seasons on Dynasty. Yes, she sure did. That was Diane Carroll. Yes, Miss Diane Carroll is alive and well and still lovely. How you get that old and be that fine? Okay, I probably shouldn't say that on air, but anyway. I mean, Diane Carroll, she was the first black woman on TV. I went, whoo! Lord have mercy. I wish I was 20 years older. And she was probably still another, what, 30 years older than me? She's got to be in her 90s easy. She's got to be in her 90s. So, hmm. Black don't crack. And yes, Ronnie, thank you. Um, somebody, I, I will I will forward that to, you know what? While I'm sitting here, let me double check. I love black radio. This is live, right? Just, just, just do it. Bam. All right. Let me see if I misread. I might have misread. Ooh, nice. Looks like they moved it. They removed it. Okay. I'm going to scroll through one more time. Cassius Clay. Ooh. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Talking text line says Muhammad Ali is January 17th. I am looking at blackfacts.com, blackfacts.com. And it says, quote, Muhammad Ali Cassius Marcellus Clay Jr. was born on this day, July 17th, 1942. I'm just saying, that's what it says. It might not be right. And so let me, let me use Google because you could be right. Muhammad Ali birthday. Now, I always thought it was January. Google says January 17th. So 
Okay. I quit. I quit. But I went with black facts because I thought black people would know when the black guy was born. <laughs> okay. Let me, let me stop. So thank you for that correction. I appreciate it. Thank you so very much. Thank you very, very much. So what do you think about democracy? You think, you think the country is okay? I have, a, I have an issue with throwing the baby out with the bathwater. I have an issue with getting rid of democracy. But then what do you get? Socialism, which has not fared well anywhere in the entire world. Socialism doesn't work. Anywhere. You need some level of democratic republic in order to kind of balance things out and have representative government, stuff like that. I say change the people in the system, not the system itself. I think that's the lie we tell each other when we say it's systemic racism. It's systemic. Well, it's the people in the system. That make the system bad. And if we could get rid of the people and replace them with good people, I think we'll be okay. That's just me. Your thoughts, 833-212-1017 is the number. <laughs> Scott says she's 84 years old. Now, see, somebody said Diane Carroll died from cancer in, in 2019. She was 84. See? Conflict. Can't even trust Google. I think Alex is looking it up, but come on now. I thought she had passed away because I saw a uh, documentary and she was in it and she had just recently passed. And okay. All right. <laughs> he said term. Scott said term limits would be a good start. I think term limits would be phenomenal. I don't know why we moved away from this citizen government thing. So did she pass away? Yeah, in 2019 at the age of 84. 2019 at the age of 84. All right. Well, thank you, sir. So I'm just saying. Blackfacts.com says um, 1942 for Muhammad Ali, July 17th, not January. So they, they got it wrong. Um, <laughs> the caller said, great genetics, Doc. What year does Black Facts say hip-hop started? LOL. I don't care. I'm sticking to my guns. If you disagree, I don't care. Like, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> oh. You can thank me on August 11th. Good Doc. Who cares? What's August 11th? Talk, well, I don't know what I guess I'll have. What we do? What we do? He said, we're dealing with a theocracy right now. No, we're not. We ain't dealing with a theocracy. I don't think so, LT. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't, I don't, I don't think we're dealing with a, a theocracy. But maybe we'll have to hold that one till tomorrow. Maybe we'll come back to this. Is democracy what's holding us back and if not what are we going to change it to how do you replace them with good people aren't they supposed to be good god-fearing people already uh no the system is broken it's not the system when the system works and you agree with it it works great when you disagree with it it doesn't yeah yeah yeah
You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Tori Lowe's show is coming up next. I'll see you in about 22 hours. Say thank you to Alex. Appreciate you for hanging in today. It's been great. Thank you to our guests. Make sure you check out Saturday, July 22nd is just a full day. I'm going to be doing stuff from like 6 a.m. till about midnight. So I'm going to just be out, hanging out, ribbing and running from this to that. Got to hang out with Tori. Got to walk down here. Got to do the walk for violence. It's so much stuff that's going on. Make sure you check it out. God bless. Take care. I'm out.